Yes, that makes sense. They are probably one of the strictest in the world, right? And that will explain why they were not able to come up with such a vaccine on their own. Because maybe, of course, this is me assuming, talking out of my ass, I know nothing about this. Maybe this kind of vaccine is something the Japanese researchers will not consider making because of their drug testing policies or what they consider to be a vaccine in Japan. Of course, I'm talking out of my ass. I know nothing about this. I'm just coming up with random ideas. So I think the Japanese could definitely make a vaccine. I just think mm-hmm. they need more time. Like what mm-hmm. you said, because of the rigorous regulations and like, mm-hmm. you know, guidelines they have. They're mm-hmm. Japanese, so they want to do everything mm-hmm. right, right? So yeah. I'm pretty sure if given like maybe four years, five years, they'll probably come exactly. up with, with, with yeah. the best one, with the best one probably. Yeah, no, yeah, probably. Yeah. Everything, it, it checks all the boxes, right? Exactly, exactly. Everything by the book, by the book. That's how they do things here, man. And the Chinese and the Russians are been proven to be quite the opposite when it comes to like safety precautions and mm-hmm. like following mm-hmm. things by the book. Mm-mm. With the Chinese and Russians, uh, safety isn't necessarily always priority, and that's the yeah, I think that's yeah. the point that scares a lot of people. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. In America, America, they know you know this company will get sued, people will go mm-hmm. to jail, people will be held accountable if things weren't. Yeah, like, but then, but then not always. The but but here's the thing with American companies, right? Did yeah. you know? That when American companies make a product like a drug, right, mm. they always set aside a certain amount of funds that they are ready to spend at once they're sued, like to pay people off. Is that true? That's, Is this from medical yes, companies? Part, yes, that's part of their budget, bro. Like money, like, like this, <laughs> part of the overhead money we have to keep aside in case we are sued. Medical companies? Or is it pharmaceutical yes. companies, like drug companies? Yes, yes, yes. How insane is that? How insane is that? So they know. They already know from the get-go. Or maybe it's, it could be... I don't think the drug is bad. Maybe they know oh, someone's gonna probably going to be allergic. Someone's going to have a bad reaction, you know? Probably. Yeah, so that's why they're like, oh, they will definitely get sued. We'll definitely lose that case. So, okay, set aside like 200 million in case of, you know, whatever number. Wow. Yep, yep. I guess yeah. it's just such it's one of those industries that is just so vulnerable to uh, lawsuits. Yeah, of course, of course, man. Man, medicine, man, pharmaceuticals, like it's like food, right? Some people are allergic to nuts, you know. And it's like so this medicine that that cures me of malaria, maybe it can it can cause someone else some serious damage. Mm-hmm. And you can't yeah. always take those people into account, right? Exactly, exactly. You can't. You can't. Like yeah. you, you'll probably when when you're doing the the initial testing, you'll do for the most common allergies, right? Yes, 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 yes. But there'll always be that one person, like this person's allergic to like water or some shit, and you're mm. just like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, but they actually pull who are allergic to water, right? The people are really allergic good. to light too. It's very rare disease. I forgot the name, but it it, it exists. Yeah, like hypersensitive to light. Maybe not allergic, but very sensitive. And it's just like... It's like, hey, man, how have your genes gotten this far than if you're allergic to such a basic, like, thing in our world, you know? So listen to this. This allergic water is called aquagenic uticaria. Uticaria. Aquagenic uticaria. 
Jesus. So people who have people get hives in, when they have this condition condition the hives are triggered by rain, snow, sweat and tears. What? Tears, your own tears, tears can, your can own cause tears, you. Yeah. yeah, wow. Okay. Oh man. That's a bad life. That's a hard life to live, huh? Like don't cry, really don't cry. Don't So cry. wait, how do they drink water? Like I don't know, I'm trying to find that out. Ah, so 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 there are of course there are like levels to this. There's so here it says in more severe cases, drinking water can cause you to experience symptoms including rush around the mouth, difficulty swallowing, wheezing, difficulty breathing. So they, so what do they drink? <laughs> they drink coke or Pepsi. <laughs> well, that's, just straight alcohol. I just uh, go to water straight. Alcohol. <laughs> they're always well. If you're allergic to water, you might as well always be hammered, right? <laughs> what else is there to life at that point? Oh man. Yeah. So they use epipens, the adrenaline, to manage it. Yeah, yeah. For those who have like severe cases, the ones who can't breathe, they drink water and stuff. I did. Yeah. Man, so many things in this world. You know, like here's the thing. Think about this. At some point in human existence, there were like ten thousand human beings on the planet. Did you know that? Like ten thousand of us. Okay. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. we must have started from a very low number. Uh, no, no, because of some some natural disaster that occurred or something. Maybe it was the the ice age or something. But there was something that occurred that left a very low number of human beings at some point, right? Okay. Okay. And like at that point, the only people who could survive were the the fittest of the fittest, you know, like the people who are genetically superior, right? Whatever that yeah. means, you know? Yeah. And in this world, man, you don't need to be genetically good in to any degree. You just have to be breathing to survive in today's world, right? Breathing is all that it takes to survive in this world. We've taken out the physical aspect. Exactly. Everything. Like someone is allergic to water, bro. And it's like... Fuck, like, of course, that must be terrible. That must be terrible. But imagine that person was living back then. You oh, wouldn't get past infancy, right? Yeah, you just die. Like, a few yeah. months in, they just die. Yeah, just, they, they even, I'm sure they just let you go. Like, okay, we can't do anything about this. Let them go. <laughs> let you go like it's Sparta. They just leave you, they throw yeah, you off a mountain. Like, yeah, because think <laughs> about this, right? I was reading about, uh, so actually, I was watching something about, what what are they, Greenland, right? Mm. And the, I don't know what they're called, Inuits or Eskimos, I'm not sure, I forgot the, what they're called. The people ah, the Inuits, the... Yeah. We're talking about the people who live um, around, what, the Arctic regions? Yes, yes, but now I'm talking about Greenland specifically, right? Inuits so are in, in Greenland, really? I, I yes, yes. Inuits, Eskimos, one, I, I don't know the right term, I forget the right term anyway. No, you're right, Inuits, so, that's what you call them, yeah. yeah. So, I was hearing that, in what I was watching, they were saying that right now, Greenland has probably one of the highest suicide rates in the world, right? Eh, really? Okay. Yes, yes. However, in the past, before the, the Danish people came and colonized them, suicide was something that was respected, right? Because people who are aged, the elderly, will go up and let and die off because they don't want to be a burden on the family. And that was seen as a good thing. Right? Mm-hmm. And today we live in a world whereby like we're not killing ourselves because we're bad we're killing ourselves because like just because of things are hard you know things are hard for us not even hard that we just f- feel things are hard 
and of course not for everyone there's some people who maybe it's really hard and they kill themselves it might be the right solution i don't know i don't know but yeah fuck what was i saying i've lost my train of thought something about genetics and stuff you're saying i think you're comparing about how the the elderly and the sick can survive in our society despite not being able to carry their own they only, they only, yes, yes exactly. that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, like in today's world, you don't have to carry your own weight. Everything, like, I remember being a kid and taking science classes, right? Like in primary school. Uh-huh. And when I started taking science, the first thing I was told about science, when we first started doing science, is like, the job of science is to make life easier or to make work easier, right? Oh, is that what they literally said to you? Someone yes, said yes, that yes. Okay. Yes, that's what the teacher, that was like my very first science class when I was, I think I was seven or eight, I've forgotten how old I was. And mm. that's what I was told. Science is to make work easier or to make life easier. One of the, I think one of the two, one of the two. Mm. And if you look at look at us right now, like physically, things are pretty easy for us. I don't have to walk to work, you know. I take a train, I drive. You know, I'm calling I'm calling you all the way from Osaka, and you're in Oita, right? Mm. And we can see that things are becoming easier around us. I don't have to go hunting for food, right? However, all of those challenges that made that that made life seemingly difficult made life enjoyable as well, right? Mm. Made you appreciate your life as well. Like if you're hungry and you go out hun- hunting and you and you catch that deer or whatever you're hunting, bro, you will enjoy that meal. You're going to enjoy that meal, you know? You're going to enjoy as- that meal for like a week, two weeks. Exactly, exactly. And just how hungry we were and getting that food like fuck we, we caught the deer we killed the deer how amazing is this but right now if i feel a bit peckish a bit peckish bro just i just feel like chewing something you know just scratch the conveni you know <laughs> 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 bento, some potato chips <laughs> if you're feeling really good you buy some strong zero too you know <laughs> yeah it's like i really it's like we don't even know what hunger feels like anymore i mean of course the people were still living we're still facing hunger but like for like us you and me you and me we don't know what hunger is true hunger think, no think about there was one time actually two, two occasions last year when i fasted for 36 hours 36 hours of eating absolutely nothing and drinking only water right and in those periods i was able to feel truly hungry you know the, i go to a place where i'm feeling so hungry that i can't think about anything else but eating like, it's impossible for me to think about anything else. And how crazy is it that Oscar had to self-inflict hunger on himself, you know? <laughs> like, we live in that world right now, whereby I'm choosing to go hungry. It's... Man, people are so ungrateful. These are the types of things it's like, no one thinks about. No one <laughs> thinks about. No, you're right. Like, like, you can't. It's 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 so weird that we've been able to reach this point where it's like I think this is what I was trying to even say in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Things could have gone so wrong for our civilization. Mm-hmm. So wrong mm-hmm. in so many mm-hmm. ways. Yet mm-hmm. we've reached a point where Oscar, man, like we're all broken, right? We're mm-hmm. all trying to deal with our own shit. But yet broken oscar and broken jason can somehow work together and not kill each mm. other because we have many mm. many <laughs> we have many reasons to, to hate each other and kill each other right mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. whether it's even acting out your own suffering in the world or whatever right mm-hmm. yet this person 
who you might not necessarily like or know mm-hmm. you are able to work with them mm-hmm. and they're able to work with you mm-hmm. and when you t- two guys work together or when a bunch of people work together you guys can create power and power turns mm-hmm. the lights on true 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 exactly exactly i agree with this and uh you know it's like it's a miracle it's a miracle mm. how <laughs> the train systems work oscar our lights mm. turn on <laughs> mm. why why do these things work we could easily just be all killing each other like animals because we are animals but somehow no, mm-hmm. somehow we've reached a point where it's like hey I, i don't know it's just such a i think it's such a miraculous thing it's such a like small percentage that would be able to advance this far that we haven't killed mm. each other Man, we could have killed each other easily with the advent of the nuclear bombs, right? We we tried, we tried. I mean, the Japanese got it first. And we could, first, we could still yeah, be trying so even hard. now, right? Yeah. We're still pointing the yeah. weapons of mass destruction at yeah. each other. Yeah. Can we talk about that for a moment? Like yeah, somewhere so somewhere along the way we've, we've just accepted this is a thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, all all the major countries are pointing nuclear bombs at each other and it's just like, oh well, you know, at any moment everything can go bye bye we all know this right yeah i mean it's like we say it's it, it's last week i was talking about progression things progress right yeah and in the past it's like i have my troops if those guys try something i'm going to send my troops over right mm. and right now i don't have i don't need to have my troops at your border all i need is the weapons i have right now i have these bombs i can throw to you mm. and these bombs will end you everything not just kind of hurt you it will end everything Okay so if Jason has those b- nuclear bombs okay let me, let me make some of my own Now it's like of course it's called deterrence that's that's the theory in in IR it's called deterrence like if I have my nuclear bombs and you have nuclear nuclear bombs no one will try anything because you know what it will, what it will mean for me to 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 hurl the first missile you know mm-hmm. So we just have to accept we, we accept it we, I mean it's not like they're going to destroy them and they won't destroy them they're not going to destroy them all the billions they've spent building these weapons no they're, they're not going to destroy them man they're there to they're there to, to last man like you said deterrence especially yeah. you know the smaller countries you know the smaller mm-hmm. countries and like they'll be one of the last um countries to hold out because that is the only form of power they have against america russia and china all these bigger mm-hmm countries with influence america russia and china can let go of the, they can afford to like you could they could find a way to let go of the nuclear bombs because they've invested into other forms of power right mm-hmm. of military strength right like mm-hmm. espionage and stuff like that mm-hmm. right maybe the technology there's other technologies they've invested in what do you tell iran iran mm-hmm. is literally there with just like the nuclear bombs because they know it's like this is the only thing that's protecting us from like extreme influence from america or from china and stuff like that right yeah yeah if you yeah, guys get right. too funny we got this big <laughs> shotgun faced at you so <laughs> you stay away <laughs> you stay away from us you know yeah. you know actually what's what's even more interesting than the nuclear weapons is that the idea of soft power you know that mm. a country like america has been able to influence the whole world not with not with their military but with their movies with their music yeah right like there's this song by a band called uh, rammstein you know the band called rammstein i yeah. think it's a german band or something anyway uh, so they one of their songs is called we are all living in america i think right i, I don't and know that song but yeah 
and okay so the song is just true just that phrase on its own we're all living in america we all drink our cola man we're all watching disney movies we're all watching marvel movies we're all wearing nikes especially for us in kenya i think we've been living in america for for the longest time i think since i was like six or something oscar man right it's i understood like, the idea of america and the american dream isn't that insane this exactly. random kid in Africa knew about the American dream, you know? Yeah. If you ask me at that time, what is your dream? It's like, oh, I want to be a pilot and I want to go to America. I would say something like that. Yeah, me too. When I was a kid, I wanted to go to America as well. That's funny. Huh? That's power. Like you said, that's yeah. some power, right? But... Like, is that power reached a point of brainwashing? Would you say yes or no? At that time? Uh, I, I wouldn't say brainwashing. It's just influence. It's just influence. It's not brainwashing. How would you call it propaganda? Is the American dream propaganda? What's propaganda? What does that really mean? I don't understand. Trying to push a certain agenda, with uh, like using certain messages to push, uh, usually a political message or a political agenda okay, onto so in- unknowing masses. So in that in that case, then everyone is trying propaganda, man. The Kenyan government is trying, Japanese government is trying. Then if everyone is doing it, it's just it's not even a bad thing or a good thing. It's just the way things are, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but okay. So, so whether so it's a this... good thing or a bad thing is another question uh, altogether. Uh-huh. But I'm just like, uh-huh. do you think at that point, because of the march, the amount of power America had right in the past, uh-huh. um. Was it propaganda esque, like the way? That, I yeah, I think maybe they were trying. Uh, this is assumption again. Some of their movies, I'm sure, that were made with the influence of the CIA. They, they must have been CIA. <laughs> hey, is that like, what you really think? No, not with all movies. Not not with Marvel movies. I'm talking like movies about like the the Cold War. Movies about you know like which movie is this? There's this one particular movie with Ben Affleck where he's He's a spy who goes to Iran to extract some guys who were stuck there in 1979 during the fall of the, during the the coup, the government coup, and he was they were pretending to be movie movie directors and actors and stuff. And what I read about that movie, I read an article saying that that movie, like they had CIA guys who were working on the movie with them. Not as like, as in experts to keep everything grounded in reality, or like people who are I, like. I don't really remember, honestly. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway, what I'm saying is, there are some movies which are like that, which are like that, if if my thinking is right. There are some movies that are like that, right? Mm. However, most movies are just Captain America. They're just Thor. They're just Iron Man, right? Mm. And when those movies come to us in Kenya, the American government are not thinking of trying to, to turn us American. They're just giving us a movie. To sell, they're selling us a product, right? Yeah. It's not even the American government. It's the Hollywood industry, right? Private interest industry. Yeah. Yes, pi- private. And those movies come to Kenya, and those stories we we understand those stories. We like those stories because the story of a hero doing heroic shit, and he looks cool too. Yep, 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 yep. And it, it's not. It's, I don't think it's propaganda necessarily. It's just the story makes sense to us because it's a cool guy doing cool shit. You know. <laughs> 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 cool guy overcoming some sort of problem doing cool shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you want to say, but it is what it is, you know. So it has the, the, the nice gadgets, you know. They're beautiful women. The guys have six packs. They're ripped. 
So, so like when they say, so, like, let's take 007, right? James Bond. James mm-hmm. Bond is like the symbol of toxic, toxic masculinity. There's people on the left, a far left, who would say that that like 007 was like a propaganda, a some sort of propagandist like uh, tool mm-hmm. for pushing a specific type of like uh, what, masculinity. No, a specific type of like let's just say a specific type of toxic uh, culture. Mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. men and the way they think about women mm-hmm. and it influenced basically it influenced men in the wrong way you know okay okay so let's change everything you know let's make 007 a woman let's make 007 mm-hmm. uh black a black mm-hmm. woman which they are mm-hmm. doing by the way i don't know if you've read about that at least they're trying uh, to do it yeah so there is this like when 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 films become political mm-hmm. or they choose to become political mm-hmm. at that point do they cross the boundary into propaganda and mm, i okay so i i would like to i believe that all these people in the left they're trying to do good right everyone's trying to do good you know yeah oh, yeah that's true yeah however i think if you try to push your agenda too much like f- force forward is always gonna be force returned, right? Yeah. Like it's funny how like did you remember the, the Ghostbusters movie, the one that was all women? Counterculture is a real thing, but yes, also yeah, I remember like, that. Yeah. That movie flopped. Why did it flop? Before the movie was released, one of the actresses said that this is a movie for women. When the movie flopped, the actresses started saying the movie failed because men, men are are, are bigoted or whatever. You know, they don't want to watch our movie. Okay, before the movie came out, you said so it's a movie for women. So, right? guess what? None of the men showed up, right? Which is like... And, and, and if, not, not only that, they made such a, mo- a stupid movie whereby it's instead of, of of trying to create an equal situation to a situation whereby the women are the heroes and all the men are either dumb or evil, you know? Yes. And same thing with the last the last Marvel movie, the last... Which, which, which movie is that? Oh. Avengers, right? Oh, okay. Avengers Endgame, right? Uh. There was that one scene towards the end, whereby when all the women come together and, and destroy the bad guys, and that scene was so obvious. Like the movie was going well until that scene where we're like, "What? What's happening?" It's it's not like for the that one, that movie has, has has female superheroes, right? And they've always been working together with the men, right? Yeah, they've always been working side by side. But though they had to force in this one scene where it's only the women doing everything, like what? What's what's like? I was with my wife, and even Unique was like, "Oscar, what happened?" You know, like, even my wife noticed. Like, this is weird, right? This is weird. But now they're really trying to the left trying to do good, which I believe they're trying to do good to change the world for the better. However, when they're trying to force some of these things down our throats, they are gonna get forced back. Whereby people are like, you know, no, this is too much. We can't do this anymore. It's too much. The road, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? Yes, yes. And uh, honestly, <laughs> it's funny. Um, the left has become so left to a point that suddenly, I think me and you, okay, me and you over time have just been, I don't know. Maybe it's the, like the things that we've been exposed to. I'd like to think we're not left or right anymore, right? 
like if yeah, i was to I... look at each other from like it's hard but i'll try to like a uh, external point of view mm-hmm. or probably more moderate now than ever before right oh yes man i remember when i was in university i was the leftiest lefter in the world you know <laughs> i was the guy who was all about f- freedom and free speech and fuck the american government you know? like, <laughs> so but part of it is that we have changed as people too yeah. but also i think it's because also because like the left has driven itself so left that people who are even slightly left are automatically pushed into the middle if that makes sense yes yeah yeah, yeah. makes sense makes sense so now we're just somewhere in the middle now like even for example now even like democrats that were considered like left in like very left actually in 2000 and like let's say four or five mm-hmm. now they're moderates yeah, <laughs> people yeah, look yeah. at them and it's just like they're, they're just like even like um what's his name who's the president right now biden biden biden's a moderate people many people consider him a moderate right mm, he's left-leaning I moderate don't, I don't something like I don't that know. Because when people talk about like what the left has become now, ah, dude, it's some really crazy stuff. But you know, this is what I take. Uh, I take great pleasure in knowing that that's only America, man. It's not Japan. It's not Kenya. Yes, that's, that's it is. It is America. very much just Kenya, mm-hmm. man. Kenya, Japan. Actually, I'm not really. Sh- I I don't follow Japan's politics at all, to be honest. I I would say the Japanese government is more right than left. You know, I'm kind of okay with that. I'm okay with that. It's not really affecting my life in a negative way so far. So I'm good. I'm good. Especially when it comes to like, I remember there's this thing about them trying to change the the laws around rape, what is considered mm-hmm. a rape. Mm-hmm. And there was such a huge pushback, like public pushback against it. I was just like, Wait, what, what, what were they trying to change? What were they trying to change? I, I, I don't remember exactly. Well, I can just look it up. But mm-hmm. just changing like what is considered rape. You know, mm. because you know Japan has that weird thing where the woman has to fight back. Mm. Ah, I see, I see, I see. And it's just okay, like, okay, okay, okay. how about children, right? If you include children in this, lo- children are never going to fight against their parents or people who yeah. are like, they can't. It's obvious. They can't. They just can't. They just can't. can't right. Yeah. But then there was still a huge pushback. So it was just like, mm. where's all this coming from? You know. Mm. <sighs> okay, I, I would say the reason for this is mainly because. The people who are very politically active in Japan are the elderly. The yes. young people in Japan, like they, they know nothing about the politics of the country. Like, and can, they're too I trapped. Will, I will ask they're too trapped in their who, daily loops too, right? Yes, yes. The young people are too, too trapped. It's too, in too their busy. Daily loops. It's yeah. too busy. You know, they are. Yeah, they are too busy, man. They can't be thinking about elections. They don't have time to think about elections or about Abe or about the new guy. You know, it's like uh, Suga. It's too much. Suga, yeah, Suga. Hmm. Yeah, they're too busy. They're too busy. And yeah. uh, knowing what we know about conservatives, that you tend to be a lot more conservative. The the the, the pattern is that you become more conservative as you're older. It explains mm-hmm. the right-leaning politics of Japan. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it explains why they just don't like change. If the elderly are like mm. in charge of everything, then obviously they don't want to deal with the fucking Bitcoin and all this weird stuff that's happening, you know? Yeah, it's too it's much. Like, look at all this technology. It's so new. It's so, yeah. it's so weird. It's what so different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're probably like, no, 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 no. Let's stick to fax machines. <laughs> we stick to what yeah, we exactly. do. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck. I, you know, it's funny. I saw my first fax machine when I came to Japan. I've never seen one in my life before. Same, same. And I, now I use them every day. Now I use them every day. Fax machines, like I knew them from movies in the early 2000s and the 90s. 
Mm. I'd never seen a fax machine once. Up until I came to Japan. Yeah, I don't know why they stuck with the fax machine, man. I don't know why. Something called email, man. Jesus. <laughs> Japan. Yeah. I think we've mentioned this before. Japan is like one foot in the future, one foot in the past. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it, and it's 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 it, it's just that just position is it's just so extreme in Japan specifically. You'll see them implement some of the most amazing technology in random places. Like like their bathrooms and their toilets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, with the... What's it called? Like, the, like if you go to, like, let's say a somewhat modern restaurant. Not mm. modern. And, like, a, a decent restaurant in Japan, right? Mm. 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 In a normal city. Like a joyful, you mean? Like a joyful. Like something like a joyful. Some of those toilets are like insane, you know? Look at all these functions. Yeah. It's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, have you seen that button whereby, like, the flat to make a flashing sound? There's a button in the, in the, for your toilet. You push, and the toilet makes the flashing sound in case you feel embarrassed of people hearing you take a shit. Really? So you yes, you wow. just press the button, and it just keeps making a sound as though you're flushing the toilet. There's the strength option. There's, you can control yeah. the aim. Where do you want it to clean? You can heat yeah. up your your toilet seat. I'm like, what the hell? You know, it's worth it, man. That, that thing is so good. I think last we should be exporting that thing to Kenya, man. Sell it to some rich people. <laughs> I think you can. Yeah, I actually, yeah, you can. You I've can. I've seen I've seen it only once, and that really? was at a friend's place. Yeah, but he mean, was... we 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 had it in Kanzaki. We had it in Kanzaki. Kansaki. Yeah, my apartment, my apartment in Saga. No, no, I'm talking mm-hmm. about in Kenya, in Kenya. I've seen it. Oh, only in Kenya, once okay, in Kenya. In Kenya, okay. like my my, and that my friend's family was rich as as hell. So. Uh, yeah, that thing you can you can export them to Kenya. Watch let's total. Oh man. Can you imagine Kenyans? Kenyans will just lose it. Yeah. Kenyans will just lose it. Yeah, your toilet has. <laughs> it's like a spaceship, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but wow. you know, I think like this this notion of idea having one foot in the future and one in the past is what makes their culture survive. You know, I think for most cultures, Kenya Kenya included. And okay, when I say Kenya, that's a bit too general. Nairobi, Nairobi, Nairobi is trying to move too fast into the future that we've lost our cultural identity. We've lost what it means to be a Kikuyu or Maasai, or whatever, right? But part because of it we, was also you know we were colonized, so that already stripped out. It cut off a part of our mm. soul. Mm. Oh, which, it, which I do agree, which I, I agree, but to some degree, we also do realize what happened to us, right? We, we do, but we don't, this. we're not dealing with it properly. We're not, we're yeah. not like... Yeah, that, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. But like, we're not dealing with it. And Japan, the way to deal with the fact that they were, they were held hostage by the Americans since World War II to the 1950s, they do do that by having one foot in the past, remembering where they came from, still holding on to that Bushido ideal, you know? Still holding, yeah, like many things, like the fact that the Japanese people still do obon. Obon is still a thing in Japan, you know. And we like come, and there's many foreigners who come because we're fascinated by it, right? Exactly, exactly. In the way they hold their temples and their religions, of course, they're not really, but they have that idea whereby, like New Year's obon, we're going to to the temple, we're going to pray, we're going to do whatever we have to do for the gods, for the spirits, or whatever, you know. Mm. Like in Kenya, like I was talking with a friend, even with you, I think, how whereby in Kenya, we don't even know what religions were there prior to the white man, right? And yeah. for the the people who actually follow those religions today, 
we call them witch doctors <laughs> yes we do can you believe how funny is that if if a japanese christian were to call a shinto wash a shinto a shinto guy a, a witch doctor that's pretty much the same thing we're doing in kenya you know accounting him to blasphemy yeah it's, that's blasphemy you know like following your gods your ancient gods that's blasphemy like the british did a very 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 amazing job if you really think about it no oh, man they like the smartest the greatest job the greatest job they should win a fucking nobel prize for that shit hey the way they've like just it's changed changes completely completely because at that time it makes sense right yeah. it's like so christianity is just taking it's just starting to take hold and that's mm. going to be a tool of control for mm. British people weren't even that many people. Very small minority. So using mm. religion as a way to control the the big majority of Kenyans makes sense, right? Mm. But then there's mm. this other religions. What do we do about these other religions? Ah, it's easy. They're all just devil worshippers, you know? Yeah, <laughs> they're all just devils. Just... Yeah, just devils. <laughs> If you follow these other religions, you're going to fall to the devil, you know? You that's the pathway to hell. Yeah. And then mm. uh they will like like uh, like the british like being the lions like the lion no longer has to watch over the the wolf doesn't have to watch over the sheep anymore now the sheep mm-hmm. can watch over each other yeah the sheep are governing the sheep and then at that point the wolf can just take back and just relax and just eat whenever yeah. it wants have you read this series of books called like the things fall about things fall apart have you read the book things fall apart the nigerian writer yep yep oh that's the series that's a really good trilogy man it's a huge it's, it's a tragedy oh, too my oh God. man that's a good book It's it's the same story with most of Africa I would say whereby yeah. when the first when the white man first came it was all about you know like we can't accept your ways we have our ways but then they teach the children his very right? son fell yeah yeah because they're not you can't change a man in his 50s you can't, he can't change his ways he's settled he's done but then you take that guy's son you know to give him an education in quotes you know tell him about Jesus tell him about the you know the cross Tell him that his first religion is like that's that's bad. That's the devil's work. That's how things go. That's how what that's what happened to us. Think about it. Whereby my in Baringo, my father's hometown, right? Mm. My father's hometown is like deep in the sticks, man. I think they got electricity when I was in my late teens. That's when they got electricity over there, right? Wow, same. That's how yeah. deep in the sticks it was, right? Mm. And. You go to that place deep deep in the in the in the hills deep in the in the mountains you know you go to that place and they believe they truly believe Christianity is African Christianity is African That's just one of the biggest like lies not even just in Kenya it's it's in the whole of Africa Look yeah. at the way we preach Christianity you know Exactly exactly I'm just like And it's like the, the history is so clear because we know like if we follow the European history their history includes the the time the points in which they came to Africa right mm, yeah yeah so and we know some of the inner like the inner motivations behind mm. them wanting to come to Africa so we basically we know the entire story right it's mm-hmm. not like it's a hidden thing right it's not like something mm-hmm. like a shadow they've been hiding some secret history it's like no 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 this thing is very clear why mm. they came here you know mm. consumerism christian the three c's christianity mm-hmm. and capitalism mm. and steal all our resources mm-hmm. yet here we are we're just like 
like it's our like sent his hours man and and you know what make what makes me even go crazy the fact that people argue that Jesus was black does it matter does it matter does it even matter whether he was black or white does it even matter um i don't know man i don't it, know it, it shouldn't it shouldn't matter it shouldn't matter what what is the only fact here is whether or not Jesus was black or white the only thing that matters is that he wasn't coming from east africa you know do you know how crazy it is that there are pictures of white jesus everywhere in kenya yeah i mean like i'm saying the way if jesus is supposed to be like a god or a, di- a deity the way the deity looks like should not be mattering what way it looks like that's for me that's not, not, the, not the point that's not the point at all and i also believe the people in kenya who have this picture of white jesus in the house they're not saying they, it's not like jesus the point jesus being white is not a point for them I don't that's think that's true. a point for them. That's true. That's it's just that like, this think is my God, you know? This is my... Jesus yeah, this is my being, God. being white was a point for the Europeans because they, they cared way more about color than we do. Uh, I, I don't know if they... Okay, this is an assumption again. I don't know if they cared. I think they just build Jesus based off of their own identity, right? They build yes, the image of yes, Jesus yes, yes, based yes, off yes, of their own identity. So it, it wasn't that they were saying like, Jesus should be white because we don't want Jesus to be like a nigger. I don't think that was the point they were making. They were just saying, oh, everyone here looks like this. So it so makes sense. It makes sense for people to f- look like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense for somebody who we're going to follow to look like this too. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And uh, But it, Koreans did a smart thing. They have like Korean Jesus. Is that right? You've seen Korean Jesus? Yeah, but the, that's the yeah. same. Like, the interesting thing is that the Africans and Kenyans, like, we don't need that part. That part of like, this person should look like us if we're going to follow yeah, them. Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that. Is it partly because of colonization? Is that why? Somewhere along the way, you just accepted, oh, you know, we can follow the white man. It's okay. Yeah, I think Africans, man, we've been screwed over so much. You know? Like, my, it's, history has not been kind to us, you know, in the last couple of hundred years, you know? It has and not. Sla- it's slavery, it's colonization, it's our land being taken from us, you know? Our culture being straight again, like, vanishing, being destroyed, you know? Our language is disappearing, fading away to this day, you know? And we've lost so much for ourselves that we are willing, we are very willing to accept anything that will keep us sane, you know? Other forms of like, like you said, yeah, other forms anything. of, what, of systems to deal with, yeah. to deal with life, yani, exactly, deal with suffering, exactly. anything. Yeah. Anything that we can hold or look, to. Or looking for answers, anything that will give us yeah. answers. Yeah, because we lost all our answers, man, they run it like that. Or yeah, or rather maybe not not even taken away. I think it's it's unfair for me for me personally to say that. Let me say we've also refused to go looking for those answers, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I I remember like my mom and oh, especially not really my mom but my dad really insisted that I learn Kalenjin his language. You know, and as a kid I didn't want to do it. You know, I thought it's a waste of time. I thought it was a waste of time too. Yeah, but now looking back, I'm like, you know, how would it have been if I learned that language when I was a kid? You know. There would have been so many ideas and stuff that would have been instilled in your mind. Yeah, yeah, like a new way to see the world, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Same thing yeah, with the uh, new, mm-hmm. like what, Kikamba? Yeah, Even exactly, Kiswahili. Yeah. I used to get bad yeah. grades in Kiswahili so much. And, my, and my, my, my parents used to be like, you have to like improve on this. But in the back of my mind, as a kid, I used oh, to go like, I'm I not going this. to, I don't need this. Yeah. 
Because I'm going to I'm going to go to America. Literally, that's what I was thinking. I was like, my dream is out there. You know? Yeah. It's like as long as I can yeah. speak English to a decent degree, I'll be fine. Is what I you was know, thinking. It's, it's funny, right? You know, like in Kiswahili class, you used to in Swahili class, you used to write this thing called inches, like a composition, right? Just a story, mm. right? And my grammar was so bad, right? There was this one time I wrote the the inch and the composition composition. Mm. And the teacher didn't even bother, like I think he just wrote like one or two sentences. And he just wrote porojo on the page. Now porojo <laughs> means like this is nonsense. Just wrote the, on the whole page. This is nonsense. <laughs> and you know, like I remember looking at that and just not giving a fuck. I we we we, really... we fucked around in Kiswahili class. Kiswahili <laughs> class wasn't a language class. The same way English and French were language classes. Yeah. Partly because of the teacher too. But I can't really yeah, blame it, the teacher too too much no, because we funny. were jokers. That, that's funny. That's funny because I like looking back in my in my life in Kenya, studying in Kenya. All my Swahili teachers seemed to be the most boring people I had met in my life. Yes. I don't know why they were all so fucking boring. And maybe it's just because I didn't like Swahili, that's why I thought they were boring, or maybe they were just boring themselves. You know, I don't know. What to... <laughs> You're right, you're right. Even yeah. I don't know. Even now, I, I still can't know for sure. Is yeah. it just because I didn't like Kiswahili? Yeah. Man, but also, then again, now going back to now, taking, trying to take the blame away from myself, right? Think about this. In Kenya, we learn chemistry, physics, history, everything in English, right? Mm. And we only have one Kiswahili class. One. Mm-hmm. And this is supposed to be my national language. I have only one class in this language, in the day, only one of this per day. And this is supposed to be my national language. Everything else is English. All the movies are in English. Kenyan music, some of them are in English. Kenyan movies are in English. The news is in English. And I have one hour of Kiswahili a day. And I am supposed to love this language, really? I'm supposed to appreciate this thing? How? You're right. Seeing... The same way, like I take, for example, anime made me appreciate Japanese, right? Yes, yes, yes. If we had some sort of medium like that, like even if it was yes, just like yes. cartoons or movies, where yes, were all the Kiswahili yes. cartoons? They were barely there, right? Bro, I don't I don't know. I don't remember seeing one. I honestly just don't remember. I remember thinking, what's it called was uh, a Kenyan cartoon. Remember the Which football <laughs> cartoon? Which one? Super Strikers? Super Strikers. It wasn't even Kenya. It was South what Africa, was it? right? Wait, but the, what about the... the... The comic book. So, okay, let me let me get this straight. The comic book, so Super Strikers mm-hmm. might have been Kenyan, but I think the creator was South African, something like that. Ah, uh, okay, 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 okay. Let me just look that up. And I remember I used to like we used to collect the cards. That was yes, the only thing. Cards. Oh man. That was oh, like man. the only. That was the Kenyan cartoon for me. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Shakes McKenna. Huh? Shakes. <laughs> Oh my god, it's yeah, it wasn't Kenyan. Where, where was it from? It was a Pan African Association football team comic. Oh, really? Huh? It was actually even beyond Africa. It was even really, put, yeah, it was pushed into Latin America. What this, but the team was a Kenyan team, right? It was a Kenyan oh, I was team. right, I was right. South Africa, yeah, it was first published in South Africa, but it was a Kenyan football team, right? The next. Phase two was Kenya, Nigeria, Zambia, Tanzania, Uganda. But how? It was the team, football team was Kenyan, right? 
so we were like immediately we were one of the first places to get super strikers um first four countries so super strikers was was it kenya i think no, it, it so on. my mind wants to say yes but i'm like what what evidence do i really have i don't really remember anything in particular that made me go like this is kenya Oh, but I'm sure, man. No, 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 no. I'm pretty the sure there was the points. I'm pretty sure there were points where it was like, ah, you know what they probably did mm-hmm. in the cartoon? They they changed those parts specifically for whatever country they were airing in. Probably. Ah, okay, 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 okay. That's my okay. theory. Because, like what you said, I'm pretty sure they were Kenyan. <laughs> There's a few parts. I even remember at some point remember hearing Kiswahili in the yeah, cartoons. Yeah, me too. Me too. So I was just like, how? How is the question? <sighs> What's his name? Shakes. Is this Shakes or Snakes? Shakes. Okay, so like I'm looking at the super strikers, the, the Wikipedia, the languages. It was in English, French, Spanish, Malay, Tagalog. Arabic, Hebrew, Tamil, Telugu, Hindu, Urdu, Kiswahili. Yes, Kiswahili. Yeah. Oh. Shakes, no, right? Shakes is from Kenya. Actually, that is yeah, the legit right? story. Yeah, I knew it. Those, yeah. The other, there's other people from Spain and stuff within the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was yeah, fuck. Took me back. That comic book took me back. The bicycle kick. Hey, I remember <laughs> that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you, you get the, the shakes uh, card. You used to go like, shit. Ah, this yep, is the stuff yep. right here. And Dancing Rust. I remember Dancing Rust. Dancing Rust. <laughs> oh, God. You know, we've been talking about this for a while, but we haven't even really explained it for the people who probably don't even know what this mm. is. Okay, so Super Strikers was a comic book and animated series that was very popular in Kenya when we were kids. So we, we always assumed it was a Kenyan, it was a Kenyan production, and, and apparently it wasn't. The interesting thing is that it seemed like it blew up out of nowhere, right? Yeah. It was ah, around this. Reason, it was around this period where cards it, were very mm-hmm. popular too, right? Trading cards, people no, were getting into cards. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. So what happened is Super Strikers. It was a magazine you bought in a in a store. It used to come Nation. every every season. It used to come in the in the newspapers. It was mm. coming together the newspapers, right? Yeah. And then the trading cards, Safaricom started p- printing the trading ah, cards yes, on their right. on their scratch cards. On yes, scratch you're cards. right. It was Safaricom. They did a yeah. deal with Safaricom. That is what made it huge, actually. Yes, yes. yes. So now when your parents buy like like airtime for their cell phones, they will give you the card. Which has the the characters on it, right? <laughs> and they have stats and everything, right? So you'd yeah, see them. Yeah. And then you can go play. It used to be a simple number game, right? Like you just mm-hmm. go stack that. Oh my my guy is better than your guy. Look at my power. Exactly. Look at my yeah. offense. Exactly. Oh man, also oh, that was a lifetime ago. It was a lifetime ago, man. They did really well, actually. Yeah, yeah. And even till now, I remember Shakes. Shakes was like. He was the representation of ultimate offense. Like this guy was like the striker, the striker. Mm-hmm. This guy could not be stopped, you know. Yep. 
And every kid who liked football wanted to be like that, Jenny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who wants to be a midfielder? Who wants to be a, okay? Goalkeeper can be kind of cool too. But who wants to become a defender, midfielder? Yeah. It's it's an oh, important oh, role, but it's not the fancy role. It's not the cool looking one, right? The cool looking one is like there's a reason why I like what Ronaldo and all these other big football players, Ronaldinho, the strikers, man. You go in there and you score shit. It's just it's. It, it it's just a big stage, Yanni. It puts you on such yeah. a big stage being a striker. Man, you know, like it's it's funny how like in super strikers, this guy, this team used to solve everything with football, right? Yeah, yeah. Solve all problems. Like it's like, oh, one of the players has been kidnapped. Let's play a match and get him back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. There were all kinds of like those gangster elements that were included. Yeah. It got it political. Yeah. Used to travel around the world. Exactly. Play with Manchester, you know. Ah, ah no, that 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 yeah. series was it was ahead of its time. I Oh, it was too good. It was too good. I think we've actually just taken so many steps back <laughs> from that point. Actually, when I think about what that series was able to achieve. Yeah. That thing was basically an anime. If you if you it, really it if you really think about Man, it. Even, even the the way it's drawn, it looks like an anime, right? Yes, if you really think about it. And that's why I loved it so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And now, oh, man, I really wish Kenyans le- learned from that. I really wish we came up with more stuff. Like what you said, if we had more mediums that could... Um, more media oh, man, arts that listen, could... Uh, there was an episode where they even came to Japan. Super Strikers. Oh, really? Yep, yep. I would have loved to watch that one. I, can you still catch some of these episodes? You think you can catch some of these episodes? I'm sure you can find them on YouTube. I'm sure you can find them on YouTube. For sure. So I was just going to say, um, it would get a lot more younger kids interested in our culture. Mm-hmm. And in that way, once you get the younger kids interested in the culture, they'll be able to carry the torch on to the next generation, right? True, true. true. The culture. Because like what you said, the problem is that me and you, we're not interested, right? So in that sense, we've already failed to... Ca- we, 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 we won't have the passion. We won't have the ideas to carry on to the next generation. Mm-hmm. So that line of succession sort of ends with us, you know? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. It does, it does. It makes sense, it makes sense. And I see the same thing happening not just to us. I see it happening to a lot of younger kids still, right? Mm-hmm. Look at the music they're listening to. They're listening to like the Spotify trap music, you know, in Kenya. Yeah, yeah. Look yeah, at the, yeah. like the USAU people and stuff like that. Where we were coming yeah. from. Yeah. But in, like, but in that tune, like Saudi Soul has really done something, man. Saudi Soul, that Kenyan band, they really they been, they are the exception, bro, bro. They are they've t- taken Kenyan music somewhere else. They're the exception. It, I really, I really appreciate listening to the music. And then at the other end of the spectrum, we have the guy like Calligraph Jones. He's, I like he raps in a cool way. He raps in a cool way, but he raps like every, every other American rapper, you know. And there's lots of people who have done that, you know. Yeah. But they do that because it's popular. It's too. popular, yes, yes. So I and can understand them just trying to push the product. Yeah, and he's making his money. You know, he's living a good life. So hey, props to him, you know. It's hard to fix these things, man. When you yeah, think it's about too hard. it, it's, it's too hard. It's like to fix some of these things. It's like if somebody dropped me and you, 
next to like a military helicopter that was broken down and told us to fix it yeah exactly it's like okay so where do i start like what's this you know i know i know that's a propeller i know that's a propeller exactly in that scenario me and you might as well be monkeys actual chimpanzees like just using hammers and banging on the outer shells of the helicopter we might as well be chimpanzees you know and same thing with these problems these problems are so complicated there's so much history there's so much to take into account it's like man we might as well like let's just start by cleaning our rooms <laughs> true very true very true fix your own problems first like yeah i don't know i know nothing about yeah it's going back to when i was in university studying international relations like learning about the economy learning about economics learning about politics learning about international trade i was like dude how can one man not understand all of these things you know there's not there's no way there's no way there's no way like if if learning if the goal of learning international relations right uh. am i going to be a diplomat armed with all the relevant information or am i going to be a guy who's just delegating things to people who have information in certain fields right? delegating it seems yes. like that's what they tend to do yeah but then if that's the case where are we being taught about these things Okay, maybe and okay, I understand why I've been talking about all these things, but still, it's, it was too, too complicated for me at some point. I didn't get it, and I maybe I didn't even want to get it because I feel like it's not making any sense to me. Actually, the idea I think was that this is what you're supposed to do, right? Mm. Cram enough to get mm. a very good grade mm. in the exam. Mm. That exam will get you a very high position in some random organization or company, mm. and then once you're in that high a ranking position in that company organization you delegate everything mm-hmm. that's it yeah 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 because the, the, the thing is that it's it's like the whole idea of like oh you're not supposed to use a calculator in like there was a some point in high school you were like oh you're not supposed to use a calculator in this class but it's just mm-hmm. like in which scenario in real life will i ever not have my calculator with me exactly exactly and well, actually that's they should teach us how to how to make use of the calculator right yeah and same thing with like um with a lot of these like positions a lot of these like expert fields right it's like at which point will i ever really be working alone none of these experts like in these like very complicated fields they're all working in teams right like what you said mm. you'll never be one person who knows everything and is supposed to do everything mm. you have multiple people who are good at these like different um different fields and they all work together right mm-hmm. and that's what makes like a very good team so yeah, like so you said like, that one person who knows everything and understands all of this complexity there's no one like that right yeah like the i maybe so here's the thing like maybe modern education influenced by capitalism and influenced by the industrial revolution teaching people how to cogs in factories right yeah the idea was to build the individual someone who knows how to work in his box so this one this is your location in the factory you do this focus on doing this and yeah. so that education has, has moved as a propagated itself into what we have today whereby while you're in school you're told by your teachers you came here alone you came here alone uh. work on your grade alone leave alone you'll graduate alone no one will graduate with you you'll graduate that that degree is going to be only for you not for anyone else right uh. but it's like so i'm expect to be to be a functioning me- member of society to be a pr- to be a philanthropic member of the community but 
my life from childhood to the time I finished my university career, I was being taught how to work alone, not mm. to work as a group, right? Mm. The only time I taught how to work as a group is like when you're given your group project, right? Mm. But most of it, like since childhood, is like the exam is only for you. It's not you in a team. You know, the assignment is only for you, not you in a team. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's something that we were told, right? Yeah. It's Especially like, if yeah. you, it's funny you brought this up. Somebody told me, I remember teachers used to tell me the exact same thing. Even my dad used to tell me the exact same mm. thing. Whenever you used to play around too much, right? Yeah, so you, you came here can, alone. Yeah, yeah, you can play around with all these friends, but when you're taking that exam by yourself, where are they? Where are they? Exactly, exactly. It's like, something around dude, that. It's like, at what, what point in life are you ever doing anything alone? You're not. The only thing we tend to do alone is suffer alone, you know? <laughs> That's the only yeah. thing we do alone. But everything else, if you want something to work out, you have to work with people. But since since childhood, it's like we've been taught that you know what if you took, don't do it alone, it won't work. You have to do it alone. And maybe that was said explicitly, but it was said it was said to us. It, it was, was said to us. It was yeah. said to us in one form or yeah. another. Yeah, exactly. And we know that now it's just not true. It can't be true. Yeah, you have to work with people, man. Like with everything, even like when you're trying to get better to improve. Like, man, I'm going to Alcoholics Anonymous. Man, I, I tried quitting alcohol on my own several times. Passed. Didn't work. Didn't work. You know, it's like, that wasn't working out. We've been shown now that people. <laughs> people like David Goggins are yeah. so rare and mm-hmm. far in between. Most people need a group. Like what you but said. But even Most David people... Goggins, even David, he's, he's not, think about this. He was a Navy SEAL. That means he was working with people. Oh yeah, he was no, yeah, actually right. He was working with people. Yeah, and even yeah. now when he's going for his long runs, he's running with people. He needed a, he needed that group in order yeah, to change himself. To push him, yeah. To push him and change himself. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Actually, he was never truly alone. Even him. No one is like n- people like talking like I did this on my own. I'm gonna do something. Fuck no. Fuck you. Didn't do that on my own. How how is that possible? How can you do anything on your own? Everything is you've either been influenced by someone or a, or a group. Whatever you're doing in your life, it never began with you. That means someone has done something to encourage, to put in that impetus, to get you that drive going, right? Yeah. Nothing is done as an individual. That's that's a lie. You never do anything alone. And for David Goggins, it was the Rocky scene. Remember that exactly. Rocky scene? He, he always talks about it. He talks about yeah. it in many interviews, actually. Like the older interviews. Yeah. Taking the soul. Taking yeah. someone's soul. I'm gonna take your soul. <laughs> Who's gonna carry the boats? <laughs> you can't mess with boat crew too. You can't mess with boat crew too. Yeah. Are you a poopy pants? Are you gonna be a poopy pants? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Poopy pants. <laughs> ah, the poopy pants mentality. Oh god. Okay. Okay. Hey, Oscar. Closing thoughts. Yeah. Closing thoughts, man. It's good to hear from you. We'll keep doing this. Now we have a schedule down. This is good. This is. Yes. Let's keep this going, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep, yep. Take care, man. Take care, take care. Bye bye. Thank you bye. guys. Thank you, listeners. Yeah, thank you all guys for listening. And uh check us next time. Yep, 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 yep. Bye bye. Bye bye.